0: saying, I don't know what show to listen to. Stop listening to Fox News and start listening to Patriot Strong Podcast. Stop listening to fake media and Newsweek and Newsmax and start listening to the Patriot Strong Podcast. Make it your daily mission to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much, Courtney. Have a great day. Good afternoon, everyone. We're going to be doing a interview uh, with Courtney, which is coming up, and the topic is going to be how the swarm makes elections, selections, we're going to really go through that. Before I start, I just wanna pl- play a quick intro to set the mood, and then we'll start shortly. Here we go. All right, everyone, today's topic is gonna to be how the swarm makes election selections. And let me bring in our interviewer, uh, it's Courtney here. So Courtney, are you there?
1: I am, thank you so much. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think I have to, on your end, let me just turn off the Zoom thing that is basically asking me if I got it. Okay, great. All right, Courtney, so we're going to jump right into it, right? We're going to talk about, um, I mean, I know there's a number of topics you want to talk about, but one core area is what we just sh- saw with the Iowa caucus, all the circus with the GOP. And I really want to talk about how all of these elections, how the swarm, you know, uh, I did a video of how the swarm really makes these election selections end to end to make sure that people who are not part of the establishment, um, and there's a systematic science that they've done. I think every American should understand this, because we really have democracy for the few. It's not democracy for working people. Right. And it's all a big theater. And um, so to me, this is not just theory. You know, having been in the trenches, it's, it's very, very real. You know, it's, it's, it comes from actually uh, exposing all this. So where do you want to start?
1: Um, I'm just going to really quickly introduce um, you to my audience who might not be as familiar and then we will go um, into your topics and I do have a couple other questions I want to Um, get your opinion and stance on uh, some important topics I know are very popular to my listeners. So for you guys watching, thank you so much for uh, joining in this episode of Patriot Strong. I am absolutely thrilled and it's an honor to sit down with my guest today. Uh, Dr. Shiva is a world-renowned scientist and engineer. He um, has four degrees from MIT. He's started multiple high-tech companies, a founder of International Involvement for Truth, Freedom, and Health, and the United States presidential candidate. And he's going go to go into how it's not about elections, it's about selection, and all of um, the things that, you know, we kind of talk about under cover that aren't really comfortable to bring to mainstream media. So Dr. Shiva, thank you so much for taking the time and joining me today. I very much appreciate you. Good to be here. So- look, um, look,
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this discussion. So let's just jump right in. Yeah. I think uh, for our audience, we really wanted to let people know to those people who are joining in, and probably to your audience, I think perhaps maybe I should just sort of lay the framework and, and your questions can go into Does that cool. kind of right? Yeah. But I, re- cool. I really wanna to talk to people how the swarm makes election selection. So first of all, who's the swarm? Um, some of you may know if you go to shattertheswarm.com There's a video I did, you know, on a whiteboard and every woman, man and child in the world should watch this. It's called the swarm. You know how the few control the many. And it goes into a very nice descriptive way. It has a lot of deep engineering science, to, but I've made it very accessible. People really understand that those people who control the eight billion people on this planet are not any one person, any one individual. It's more of an interconnected set of people, globally, decentralized, multiracial aristocracy. And that's the first lesson people need to understand. Without understanding that, you're going to have red versus blue, you know, left versus right, black and white. And and part of the swarm is to dumb people down so we fight among ourselves. There is an us versus them. Yeah, there is an us versus them. It's working people and those people who don't work, who basically steal, cheat from other people. And they're the swarm. Now, among the swarm, if you go through the video, they may have their own disagreements. You know, Trump may not like Nikki Haley, right? Bernie Sanders may not like Hillary Clinton, all right? Or uh, Biden may not like Trump. But these are relatively small differences compared to the big differences they have with the broad mass of 8 billion people who get abused by all of them. Right. And And people need to understand this. This is basically the swarm is a collection of organized crime families. When it comes to us, they will all congeal, but they may have their own differences. One day they might assassinate someone in the swarm, like, you know, the Kennedy assassination. You know, the Kennedys are an organized crime family that were knocked off by another crime family. Um, But they make working people think that we should be sympathetic to these people, right? And they create movies, they hit us, brainwash us. So that's the swarm video. Now, when one of us, when I mean one of us, I'm not talking about Trump, you know, who comes from above or Booby Kennedy, as I call him, or, um, you know, Biden or the Bushes or uh, the Obamas who are all selected. All of these people are part of their organized crime family. So when they come, they make it very easy for them to participate in the election process. But if you really step back and everything I'm sharing with you is from, actual experience, it's not theory. So I don't have to, you know, I've not read books on this. It comes from actual physical, hard experience. So when the swarm, the way they work is in the United States, for example, they do this in every country, but the United States case studies are following. There are a couple of things you need to do to get selected by them, okay? And they literally run it like a beauty pageant. So first of all, um, if, if you're in the swarm, they make sure the members of the swarm, they select get visibility. Who? So the swarm, which is the top, you know, maybe 10 media companies in the United States, if there's even that many, probably five, and the people who run the major parties, the multi-billion dollar parties, GOP, or the Democrats, or even sometimes like a Kennedy who goes to, and begs to Israel or Zionism to give him money, quote unquote, independent he is, and he's one of the most dependent people. All right. But the swarm decides among itself who will get to be on mainstream media. You see, that's the first place where the fraud begins. So the swarm decides among the 10 or 15 puppets that they have, brown, black, red, white, you know, Tulsi Gabbard, who gets to be on Fox News, who gets to be on MSNBC. They create the theater. All right. So that's the first step, how elections are selections. So these multi-billion dollar parties who are, you know, the Murdoch's own Fox News, right? Some of them sleep with each other on own CNN or MSNBC, literally, okay? So this, the swarm with the collusion of the two parties and other, you know, people that they wanna act like they're anti-establishment, like this fool, um, what's this guy with the, or Jill Stein or Booby Kennedy, they're all part of it, okay? So they decide, okay, we're gonna give, put these guys on media, okay? So that's the first step, who gets on the media, mainstream media. Right. So that's the first part of the Swarm's um, uh, systematic process of taking all the potential great talent of working people, myself, others, but you're, I'm not part of the Swarm, so l- right away they limit it and decide who gets on mainstream media or who gets trending calling Elon Musk a phone call, right, or Zuckerberg. So you can see this guy, Vivek the Snake, who's a complete scumbag end to end, one of the biggest scumbags, his entire resume is one of lying and cheating for every all the money he made, okay? stock scams, but all of that's forgotten. Same with like Obama or same with uh, Tulsi Gabbard, right? They, they decide, okay, we're gonna, overnight, they call up the New York Times, they call up everyone overnight, the people are everywhere. So that's the first fraud. The systematic fraud is who gets, and you can write this down called visibility. So the visibility is what they do. Then after they have their selections made visible, you know, they're 10 or 20 beauty pageant people. Then the next thing they do is, who gets on the ballot? You see in the United States, you have to get on the ballot, all right? How do you get on the ballot? Well, the Republicans and the Democrats have struck a deal with the swarm, because they are the swarm, that they don't have to do anything to get on the ballot. They don't have to stand in front of the Whole Foods or the shopping markets and collect 1.5 million signatures. You see, to even get on the ballot. Right. They automatically get on the ballot. That's the second level of systematic fraud. I have to run and I decide I don't wanna be part of the swarm. I have to mobilize tens of thousands of volunteers. Many of them are new to election stuff. We have to give them inspiration to go out in the cold and the rain into in front of a shopping mall, hold up their, you know, pad, right? And say, hey, will you vote? You know, will you help Dr. Shiva get on the ballot? And we have to do this 1.5 million time signatures. Now, in order to get 1.5 million signatures, you have to at least have a hundred people that are passing by. Now, right. so that's almost what 150 million people. <laughs> Think about what I'm saying. Or even on a good day, let's say it's 10 people. And it's it's not that the conversion isn't that good. So now you have to have, again, people. Now, how do you get those people to go collect signatures? Well, Booby Kennedy calls up his Zionist friends and they give him $15 million. He takes that 15 million and he calls up his consultants and he pays them $10 a signature. You see, that's total fraud. And they go collect signatures. So right away, who gets visibility? The GOP and the Democrats don't even have to collect signatures. And Booby Kennedy begs, even though he's a billion dollar trust fund boy, never has to work a day in his life. And he goes, begs to other wealthy Zionists or wealthy people in the swarm, and they give him 15 million. All right. Now, guys like me who come bottoms up, who's truly, you know, working class, when I ran for Senate in Massachusetts in 2018, we had to collect 10,000 signatures, but we actually collected 20,000 because we know they're cheaters. They'll try to, by the way, they try to throw half of your signatures away. So in order to get 1.5 million signatures, you actually got to collect 3 million signatures, you see? And so even though I have all my degrees at MIT, even though all the accomplishments, I chose not to be part of these scumbags. So I have to mobilize volunteers, unpaid people. And we went and collected 25,000 signatures in 2018, right? And we became visible because in 2018, we had a great campaign slogan against Elizabeth Warren, only the real Indian can defeat the... Faking. It was a genius of a slogan. All right. So we got everywhere. We overcame their visibility. We undercut them trying to get us on the ballot and they were totally confused. And then they kept me off the debate stage illegally. You see, this is a third way that they cheat. After you get on the ballot, after you get visibility, then they don't let you get on the debate stage because they knew if I got on, I would destroy them. Absolutely. That's a, yep. Right. Absolutely. That's a third way, right? Three ways. Now, in 2020. We got, we raised $2 million, we got visibility, and we got, on the, uh, and we got all the ballot signatures. In the middle of COVID, we got 25,000 signatures when the GOP establishment ran a fool against me who could barely even get 5,000 signatures. And then he went and talked to the Secretary of State, and they changed the rules for him because the Democrats and Republicans worked together. And then after I got on the ballot, after we got um, visibility, they canceled all debates because they didn't want me to debate the fool. And then after we won the election, then they did the fourth aspect of election fraud, election corruption, which is they can control the machines and they can control signature verification. And that's when we exposed them. We won a major lawsuit, when they kicked me off Twitter for exposing that and so on. You see, so I've experienced all four levels of the systematic election fraud. One, denying me visibility, Two, denying, attempting to deny me ballot access. Three, denying me ballot stage. And then they flipped the elections. And we know all of this. Right, so think right. about this is American democracy. And all of you listening out there who are whatever, Biden supporters, unlikely, or Trump supporters, recognize that the entire GOP is controlled by the swarm. It's all theater. All right. It's all pure theatrics. Everyone on there gets money out of the deal, they get visibility, they're building their brand, and later on they get other favors. And that's what this is about. This is not democracy for working people. So in our own campaign running for president, our campaign is actually composed of, not one person is a paid volunteer, no one's paid. We actually have 300,000 volunteers all over the United States. Out of them, people have, people are handing out leaflets, they have to do figure out all the state rules, right? We're doing that all on our own. It's a Herculean effort. And on top of that, we have to go collect 3 million signatures. So how do we do that? We got to take a shy volunteer. We got to give them courage to go collect. Well, one of our volunteers just in Franklin, Kentucky, a young working class gentleman, right? Works as a full-time electrician, goes on his Sunday to go collect signatures at a Walmart. Stands there with his pad, you know, doing all the right things. You know, waves, he's collected seven signatures, a Walmart manager comes up. Now, who was Walmart? Walmart is a multi-billion dollar fortune one company, right, right, run by the Waltons, who made billions of dollars during the pandemic. 600 billionaires exploited the American working people and they made six, I'm sorry, 600 billionaires made $2.3 trillion. While all of us were out of jobs, small businesses were getting destroyed, in the middle of the pandemic, Trump printed $8 trillion to help those two point, to help those 600 billionaires. Well, the Walmart was one of them. So here is a, and who shops at Walmart? Frankly, white working class American people, especially in Kentucky. So here's a working class guy who goes to a place where his neighbors are in the open parking lot, which is private property. However, the Supreme Court, multiple courts have ruled that during an election cycle, when you're collecting signatures, okay, that area during that period becomes a town square because that's where else am I gonna go collect signatures?
1: Right, right.
0: And the courts have ruled that. So this young gentleman, Nicholas was out there collecting signatures, he collected seven. Walmart comes out, says, you have to leave. He says, no, I have the right to be here. Multiple Supreme Court rulings. And then they, then they try to strong arm him with supervisors. He stands his ground. Then the police come. Now, typically when the police come and I've been there, I'm able to explain it to them, right? And because they know I'll sue the shit out of them. But here, here, here's a young man alone by himself. They take advantage of him. They handcuff him, treat him like a criminal, throw him in the back of a cop car. Then they take him into a jail. This is an American, a working class American. Strip him. Strip search him, cavity search him. And then I did an emergency live and I told people and I said this is what's going on in this in this by this police force in Franklin Kentucky we gave them our number hundreds of you guys called they let him out in the middle of the night they stole his money he's got no money i think it's 80 90 dollars he opens his wallet it's not there then he's got to walk back on a sunday night about an hour and a half back to his car. So this is America, this is a reality. Trump doesn't talk about this, he's got a golden plated toilet seat, okay? He supports Israel all day long. He brings his fucking son-in-law, Jared Kushner, excuse my language, okay? Who never really has to work, his father got him into Harvard down the street here, gave him some slums to run, he became a slum lord. You see, all of these people are rigged, and then he gets, Jared Kushner got a $2 billion loan from the Saudis, very low interest loan, no different than Hunter Biden. All right. So this is a system where elections are selections, top down, left, right, bottoms up. And then once in a while, they, they'll create theater. Oh my God, we kicked, they kicked Trump off the ballot in Maine. We're going to kick Biden off the ballot in Texas. You see, they create the red, blue division. And then within their own parties, they create these fake divisions. Ooh, Nikki Haley versus Trump. Bernie Sanders versus Hillary. It's all theater. They do this so you get emotionally tied to them. Oh, my God, they're attacking our hero, Trump. Oh, my God, they're attacking our hero, Bernie. And what do they do at the end? They all bend over. Okay? I mean, Vivek the snake saying he has a hat for truth is like Satan wearing a hat that says good. Right? So all of this is pure theater. None of these people, if you look at their histories, every penny that they've made has come from networking, an organized crime network. That's how they quote unquote succeed. They're all bloody cheaters. They cheat, they cheat, they cheat. And furthermore, they want you to cheat. They want you to say, oh my God, Trump, you know, Biden, Uh, Hillary, Bush, all these people are such amazing business people. They're not. They're not. They're cheaters. And this is what our campaign offers people to understand. I mean, I came from working class New Jersey. I played baseball. You know, I could throw a ball 85 miles an hour, you know, but I was also a good programmer. Everything I've done, I've earned. All my degrees I've earned. I didn't cheat. You know, I got 800 on my SATs at a time, which is a perfect score on the math at a time. When the SATs were real, now the swarm hires consultants for their for their children. The SATs have lowered their standard, right? So the swarm hires consultants. So dumb kids, right? Uh, Rich rich kids, rich dumb kids get to go to these universities. You see, and so everything they do is cheating, Courtney. Cheating. They're cheaters. And hardworking American people of all races—they want us to fight among each other. They want to make a race war. They want to make a religious war. They want to do, you know, red versus blue. And this is how the elections are made to be selections by the swarm. So the homework assignment for everyone is go to ShatterTheSwarm.com and watch that video because there's nothing like it. You know, the video got many, many hundreds of millions of views because other people started sharing it. So our goal you know my run for president um and people should go to shiva for president.com and we'll i want i know courtney you have a number of questions is really about raising not only people in america's consciousness but global consciousness because the same american worker who gets screwed in the united states he has a chinese counterpart worker he has an indian counterpart worker right working people get up they work they try to put food on the table for their children so that's how the swarm you know, makes, um, as we uh, t- you know, talked about, that's how the swarm makes election selections. And our movement is exposing all of it, right? We exposed the aspects in 2020, what they do on election day. And by the way, Trump used all of our material to raise a ton of money. God knows where that money went. God knows how none of the election fights ever succeeded because they made it wackadoodle just to raise money. So Trump will say there's election fraud. Biden will say there's no election fraud. They send, you know, multiple emails every day and they raise hundreds of millions of dollars. Yet the fundamental issue is never addressed as we're doing today.
1: Yep, right, right, exactly right. And I think a lot of people are learning now that it is right and left or red versus blue. And the system isn't necessarily broken because the system is working exactly how they designed it to work. And it's hitting Exactly. pitting American people against each other and using all the shiny distracting things while they really come in and swoop and they get what they want and a lot of people aren't going to like that Um, but you know facts are facts and facts don't care about your feelings so sit down and listen to it Um, there are a lot of things that I would like your opinion stance on is that okay sure Okay, so as a mom, I have a 16 year old, as a mom and former kindergarten teacher, Um, you know, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati with a degree in early childhood education. I was a kindergarten teacher for eight years. I loved my classroom, loved teaching, loved what I did. And then one day I was founded this DEI curriculum that included eighty-three pages of LGBT stuff filled with um, you know, this push agenda with vocabulary the advocates in the community, lesson plans, stories, uh, that they wanted me to teach my four and five-year-olds. Like, for what reason? Why is there this huge attack on our children? Um, it's coming from all sides, you know, in our education system. It's not like education isn't only corrupt in the colleges, it's corrupt in elementary schools too. You know, and here in Ohio, Mike DeWine, our Rhino governor, just vetoed a house bill that would have protected children from gender affirming surgeries. So, what is your thoughts on that? Why do you think they're targeting our children? And um, how do you feel about all that stuff that's going on?
0: Well, look, I have a perspective on this because, see, What we need to understand is in 1970, Courtney, and everyone should write 1970 down, because 1970 was an inflection point in American history. It was in, you see, because between 1900 to around 1970, the the American economy grew and working people of all, if you take income, if you take the, how much people earn and you can break them up into four groups, first income quartile, second, third and fourth. Fourth income quartile are very wealthy people. During 1900 to 1950 and sort of tail down in 1970, as the U.S. economy grew, which it grew explosively during that period, the GDP, everyone's wages grew. Everyone's wages. The lowest income quartile, you know, the guys who were making 40 grand a year. to People were making 10 million grand, $10 million a year, okay? And why did they grow? They grew, so prior to 1970, if you look at the timeline, everyone's wages grew. And the reason they grew was there was a powerful working class movement in this country, starting in the late 1800s and 1900s, led by a lot of women, believe it or not. Um, Women led these movements which said, hey, look, we we don't want child labor. We want a lot of basic infrastructure, right? Clean air, clean water, all these things. And those movements, if you look at that same period, 1900 to 1970, um, it included, you know, people demanding, for example, very fundamental rights. And those movements, and during that period, nearly 200 million Americans minimum took to the streets in nearly 11,000 protests. And these weren't like BLM protests. I'm talking about, Hardworking Americans who scared the shit out of the elites, and that's why in the nineteen, you know, forties, thirties, forties, Franklin Delano Roosevelt gave a lot of these gains. So if you're a working person today, and if you have short-term disability, right? If you have, if your ch- children aren't still working in, you know, factories, right? If you got infrastructure for getting water into your homes, all of that came from those people's fights. It wasn't the Democrats or Republicans. It was a fear of the American working class or the the, the elites fearing them that they gave these rights. Starting in the 50s, Courtney, the elites said, wow, we never want these people organizing, 1950s. And they called all of these people communists. They called all of them as though they were being run from Russia. It was a red scare. So all of these American working people who wanted to fight were called communists. And then what they did was they got people like Bernie Sanders, AOC from the left, the Kennedys, to take over all these bottoms-up unions. There were truly bottoms-up trade unions. So by 1970, what occurred with the labor movement was there was no bottoms-up movements. All the labor union leaders were appointed by the swarm. And so the left wing and the right wing collaborated to scare Americans from ever organizing independent bottoms-up movements. And then they took over those bottoms-up movements. Does that make sense? So, that, so they consolidated power. So 1970 was an important time of consolidating power. That's when the department, to your question, that's when the Department of Education gets created. Because they realize, wow, we must indoctrinate the working class of this country. Right? We don't want them to think anymore. Right? We want to tell them what to think. So the fundamental level of this, I mean, at the very animalistic primal level is sexuality, right? So if you can get, manipulate people thinking on something so fundamentally, naturally, biologically based and you can get them to think, you know, that someone who has these organs can be anything they want and a a child who wants to be, think he's a dog can be a dog. I mean, there's a school I just heard about, I I hadn't seen a friend of mine in 30 years. He said, because he's got four kids, and it's a school in Andover massachusetts which is a very wealthy neighborhood he says my daughter came in and she gets a plus and she said dad do you know what's going on in our school there's a kid who identifies as a dog so they give him a bowl there's a kid who identifies as a cat he gets a litter box and i said what are you talking about it sounds crazy he goes no no that's what's going on so they have fundamentally gone at the biology and try to subvert biology and this is at the deepest level of social programming. And it's, I mean, I'm sure it's not, not everyone's a dog, not everyone, but the fact that they can do that, and that all started in 1970, when not only did they consolidate, they take it, took over the unions, they took over the, the political movements, right? It's when they got rid of a lot of great, truly great leaders like Malcolm X, right? And they promoted fake leaders like Martin Luther King and we should talk about that. They created the, the swarm, created who they, cause they knew people were gonna want to build these bottoms up movements. So they created top down fake heroes. Okay? So if you look at the civil rights movement and you compare Martin Luther King with Malcolm X, Martin Luther King was a dirt bag. He was banging everyone. He had all sorts of sexual uh, assault issues. He was smoking, you know, he, he, was, he was a drug addict. So the Kennedys were not a good family at all, they're an organized crime family who they try to make as their martyrs, right? Robert F. Kennedy is the one who was watching both civil rights leaders. They anointed Martin Luther King to be the fake martyr, right? They gave him the podium, they gave him visibility. And then we have MLK day. It's really, a, it's, a, it's a day of recognizing one of the, the not so obvious establishment. It should be a Malcolm X day, okay? Right. But that's what they did, right? So they So 1970 was a critical point. They consolidated the power control over education. They consolidated the control over unions. They consolidated scientific control. The National Science Foundation and NIH all became part of the executive branch a la the Mansfield Amendment. So they controlled that science became highly politicized, right? Then you had the consolidation of the uh, uh, big hospitals, big insurance companies, and big pharma. That's when the destruction of healthcare took place. You could no, no longer have a one-on-one conversation with your doctor, you say, All of this and many more things. 1970s is when the elite said, shit, we must make sure no more bottoms up movements take place. We're gonna control people's minds. That's what you experience, right? Yeah. We're gonna, the, prior to that, a teacher could figure out what was right for her students. It was the wisdom of the teacher. Right? right. A teacher in the old schoolhouses may have, you know, people from kindergarten always to eighth grade. And they would teach in a one-room schoolhouse. The kids taught the other kids. The teacher figured out what was the right program. They said, let the teacher decide, because the teacher is right there on the front lines. She sees this person going a little bit slow at algebra. So she's going to build a little bit different program for them. So things were uh, just like the doctor could have a one-on-one relationship. So all of these personalized relationships were destroyed. And what became was top-down government run by Republicans and Democrats. All of them colluded. Wall Street and Main Street all got together, you see? And and that's a trajectory between 1970 to today, for the last 63 years, is that right? I'm sorry, 53 years. What's happened is that we've seen consolidation of every institution reporting up to the swarm. And during this period also, Courtney, what's also happened is the American working class movement has died. There is no more during this period, 1970 till today. um, If you look at all those four income quartiles, the first two income quartiles, people who the lowest wage wage earners next to others, their incomes have gone down. And if you add up all that income that's gone down from 1970 till around now, it's close to $50 trillion. That means $50 trillion in reduced wages went up to the Elon Musk's, went up to the Donald Trump's. So they literally stole money from the working class. And on top of it, the union sold out their people. And during 1970 till today, we've may maybe had two million people, two million people participate in around maybe a thousand strikes and protests. Very different than 1900 to 1970, 200 million people, a hundred times people participating in 11,000 strikes. You see, when people don't organize to build bottoms up movements, their wages go down and the elites take advantage. So that's what we've seen. So what your question you're asking was at the heart of this in 1970, To own the brains of young people who would be the next generation, so they would fall in line, they wouldn't organize, they wouldn't know their histories, etc. They would be told what to think, not how to think.
1: Exactly. And uh, whenever I was handed that curriculum, I started exposing it. I refused to teach it. None of the parents knew about this curriculum. I told them all, "It's not my job to teach somebody else's child what to think." And you know, you said it best. It's. Um, a teacher's job to teach them how to think. And then you kind of mentioned it earlier with the dumbing down of our education system, they're now, um, they're not teaching the civics anymore. They're not teaching American history anymore. They're not offering advanced placement classes and all of these different subjects because of offendedness or it's not fair to, you know, these students who aren't qualified and we don't want to hurt their feelings or make them upset. So they don't even offer them anymore. And I think that's going to down trickle, um, you know, the future of our country. And it's just um an entire generation of coddled children. And it's really horrible what's going to happen. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting to say this. I mean, when I was in grade school and high school I would you know I played sports I'd come home at around 8 p.m. I'd have dinner and then I would do homework until 2 a.m. and then I would get up at 7 a.m. I mean I'm not saying everyone should do this right? but um I learned to meditate and I used to get you know I used to go into a deep sleep and I'd get up but my point is that I worked my butt off and um the exams there, you know, we had a high school teacher, he probably couldn't teach now, uh, Mr. Walker, who, was, who won the teaching award for the top five chemistry, top five teachers in the country, okay? Wow. And now this guy was, he, he taught AP, Advanced Placement Chemistry, and he was only making like $20,000, and he had two kids who he, who he sent to medical school, to, both to medical school, he also worked as a carpenter and a general contractor. So he had to do three jobs, and you know, in one of those jobs was teaching us high school. And his AP chemistry class was the best class, better than any class I've taken at MIT. One of his students um, won the Nobel Prize in chemistry. That's amazing. And Mr. Walker said I was his best student, okay? And let me tell you how tough he was if the answer, you know, you have to solve a complex chemistry problem. And if the answer was 92.371, okay, 92.371, and you said the answer was 92.37, you got 10 points taken off.
1: Yeah. Why?
0: (laughs) Yeah, why? Because if it wasn't 92.371, that one one 1,000th, you may think it's small, but you could blow up a reaction reactor, okay? And people would complain and he didn't give a fuck, okay? (laughs) And But, you know, he produced students like me, you see? So at the tail end of the 70s, Courtney, there were some very good teachers. My high school history teacher, Mr. Schmidt, who also was our baseball coach. You know, you could get all A's in all the exams, and every quiz, but he would not give you an A. He said you had to do an extra credit project, all right? And that extra credit was, he had a set of books and you had to read those books and he had a whole nother exam on those books. You got to select the books. So I selected the autobiography, Malcolm X. Very interesting book, okay? So what I'm saying, and you know, a lot of students don't even know how to do expository writing. My AP English teacher taught me that. So I actually learned a ton of stuff. I applied myself and people didn't coddle people. What I, fu- you know, and when I took the SATs in those days, you know, I took um, AP math scored 800 on them, but I studied my butt off. The same AP exam today is like not even on the same level. A moron right. could get 800 on it. So what they've done is they've reduced the quality. Yeah. People don't have to work hard. And everyone's good. And that's why you produce assholes like Vivek the Snake. You know, he went to a bougie school. He gets to hang around with his Harvard friends, get $5 million from them, go buy a fake useless drug for 5 million, create a bogus company. And all these idiots like Charlie Kirk, Candace Owen, complete bullshitter. Oh my God, he's so intelligent. No, he isn't, he's a fucking cheater. He cheats. So he raises money, goes buys a useless drug from other friends he knows. And then he has his mother, literally his mother, fake the data to say it's a great drug. And then he gets other friends to put him on MSNBC, create a company that they take public, steal working people's money, because others know it's an inside job, (coughs) crash the stock, and this is a fucking leader. This is who we're following. It's a disgrace. So all of these people cheat. They encourage people in your in the educational system. You don't have to get the answer right anymore. You still get an A. It doesn't matter if the answer was right. Did he work hard? No, the answer's gotta be fucking right. It right. doesn't matter. Yeah, you gotta work hard and the answer's gotta be right. Yeah. So they're creating cheaters because Booby Kennedy is a cheater. Donald Trump is a cheater. Joe Biden is a teacher, cheater. George Bush is a cheater. None of these people, if they actually had to go through the educational system as I had to, actually do the work, none of them would survive if they didn't have their parents' money, if they didn't have all of their backing. These people aren't Americans. They actually hate America. It should be, you know you know, make America hate <laughs> itself. That's what Donald Trump really is teaching. It's not about helping America because why would you bring Jared Kushner, who's a moron, into the White House? Why would you bring your daughter? She's a complete fool. Why would you bring John Bolton? Everyone you brought into the White House was a bunch of fucking Zionist cocksuckers. Every single one of them. And you were put in power by Netanyahu, as the data shows. So now, you know, it is Israel and the Zionists who control America. It is not the American people. And so we have created an entire culture of cheaters, cheaters and cheaters, incompetent cheaters. And this is who we uphold as leaders. And this is why they attack a hardworking, working class individual who goes to a Walmart to legitimately collect signatures to get another working class person. And everyone listening should be damn angry. And if you're not angry and you're willing to settle for the lesser of two evils, this is what you're gonna get. Look at this graph. That graph on our flyers, that red line is a life expectancy going down of your child and daughter over the last you know, 20, 40 years. American life expectancy is going down because of all of, their, all of their swarm policies. Everything Obama did, everything Trump did, Biden did, Clinton did, the Kennedys did. It was John Kennedy who created the 1962 Vaccination Act and his brother saved all the pharma companies. You see, all of these people in the swarm need to be thrown out. We need a systems overhaul. And it's not gonna happen by voting for fucking Trump. Trump is gonna do what the swarm wants him to do. He's gonna do what Netanyahu wants him to do. He's gonna do what the Zionists want him to do. And he's all theater. And they're all part of this theater. And if Trump won't do it, they'll bring in the next guy. And they're creating an entire pedigree, like a swarm of guppies and bigger fish, right? And the grifter network. So this is what people should be aware of. And the good news is our movement exists. Our movement teaches people how they do this, the system. We teach people how to articulate this system. We teach people the science of this system. And this is what needs to happen, Courtney. Otherwise, people are basically saying, I wanna be a slave. I wanna basically be an accomplice to people want to bend over to the swarm and suck Zionist cock all day.
1: I think, um, you know, a lot, you have a lot of facts and a lot of truth and people are going to either love this interview or they're going to be offended by it and people can be offended. That's okay. Another question that I have for you, um, you guys listening, you know that our Southern border is a huge issue. We are seeing um, illegal aliens cross over at alarming rates more than we have before, and it's being reported that a number of the people coming over are military-aged males. Um, Dr. Shiva, what is your solution to securing our borders so we don't have such an invasion In the future, um, you know, that we're seeing and experiencing right now, because they're coming in with their beliefs and their religions, and it's completely demolishing the American values um, and, you know, what our country was built on?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. Look, I think first we should begin with the people coming into America who are all fanatics for Israel, okay? And it, it was, you know, it's pretty clear when you look at the data, and everyone should explore this, that it was Mossad and Israel who were involved in 9-11, okay? And everyone should talk, if we want to talk about the invasion, let's really talk about it in its full scope. Sure. okay? Okay? Who has invaded and occupied America? America is occupied by Zionism. Right. Okay? So we need to end that occupation. So let's start there. And I would argue it is a swarm it is Zionism who wants illegal immigration. You say They want it because all these presidents, Democrat and Republican, over the last 50 years, why don't, and by the way, Congress is the one that needs to pass legislation to end illegal immigration. The executive branch does enforcement. The legislative branch is supposed to do the actual, you know, uh, legislation. And the judicial branch is supposed to do the interpretation of the laws. So what's happened is Congress, every congressional session has been going on for years. Why haven't they stopped this? Why? Are they that stupid? Are they that incompetent? You really have to ask that. And when you look at the data, I think I'm going to bring it up here. Um, uh, Immigration, right? There's a very interesting graph, okay? That shows that Um, It shows it very clearly, I think I can find it here, that during, it is during the Trump and Biden era, in fact, Trump and Biden have nearly the same amount of illegal immigration, okay? Obama era was actually less, believe it or not, okay? So you really have to step back and I wish I could find that uh, graph here. uh, uh, Numbers, let me find out but I wish I'd kept that here for you, I think. uh, But if you look at that, you'll actually see that both Democrats and, oh, here it is, here we go, okay? Let me show this to you, all right? And I think people need to really look at this graph because you will see the reality of illegal immigrant influx into, can I share on your side?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, let me bring up this graph so you can see it, okay? Ah, uh, where is that? Here we go. Okay. Can you see that graph there?
1: Um, yes, you can.
0: Okay. Let me also share it to the audience here. To everyone, I just want to, you guys to see this graph here because this is – look at this graph here, okay? What do you see? It's like Trump and Biden's era of illegal immigrants is around the same. Do you see that? And Obama's is actually low. So what's going on? So when you really step back and consider what's going on is that neither party wants to solve the immigration issue. It's always an issue they talk about. And then they rile people up. Oh my God, the illegals are coming in. We got to stop them, right? One, you know, they get one wing all jacked up and they say they're going to do something. And then the other wing is supposed to get upset, right? But when you look at this graph, you see that they're both part of this, both of them. They haven't solved it. And why do they not solve it? Why? It's pretty easy to solve, actually. The reason they don't solve it is Democrats and Republicans, the elites, the swarm, needs illegal immigration. They need it, and they were never going to solve it. Never. They will talk about it as an issue. They'll send emails to you, but they're never going to solve it. All right? And then we have to think about the fact that America itself is occupied by U.S. citizens who don't work. They don't want to work.
1: Also, right, yep. How many
0: people do you know in your circles who smoke weed all day and are collecting disability? How many people, you look around your own circles, white Americans, black Americans who don't work, but they're, I don't know, you know, but they're shopping at Whole Foods. Yeah. They're getting good money. You know, I know I work separate from this work. I work as a full-time engineer and a scientist. You know, I'm literally working three days out of the week for somebody else. So we have to look at this whole thing. You have Zionist occupation of the United States. That's a form of illegal immigration. You have the fact that the Congress of the United States does not want to solve this issue because they need low-cost labor to keep the stocks up. The Republicans need that, and the Democrats need illegal immigration for votes. Both of them are doing this. So... This, and then what they want to do, Courtney, is they want working-class Americans fighting against illegal immigrants. This is a fake fight. I mean, if you look at it, out of the 23 million illegal immigrants here, I would say many of them actually work. Right. There's a subset of them who are criminals, but they're the ones who are mowing the lawns. They're the ones who are picking the fruit in the, in the United States, the migrant workers, right? There's a large body of working-class, able-bodied Americans who are sitting at home watching pornography, playing video games, smoking weed, doing ayahuasca, taking steroids, and you know who you are. And you're sitting there, oh, yeah, those illegal immigrants are coming over. What the fuck are you doing? You're not working. So we got to go back to the stem of this. What's fundamentally happened is the bourgeois, the swarm, wants to make this us-fighting, other illegal working people while they get all, get, they get off with the crime. And, and that's why when it comes to the immigration question, we have to go deeper into it because they want to make it a presidential issue. Well, why are those illegal immigrants coming here? Let's go back. It was this swarm and US imperialism, which went and bombed the shit out of places like Guatemala and Nicaragua. We're the ones who installed fascists like Allende in Chile, right? So so Anaconda mines, one of the biggest copper mines could abuse their workers. So it is the elites on Wall Street who have subjugated these working people in those countries in such dire conditions, they come over here. And then we have created conditions in the United States where the average 20 year old, if you told them, hey, the printer is not working, oh, and it just doesn't have paper, oh, where's the paper? What's paper, right? You, you've created these conditions where young people do cannot think, they cannot work. They're, they're, their parents are coddling them. Oh, my son has ADHD, he's an intelligent person. Really? You didn't fucking discipline that kid, okay? He doesn't know how to work. He doesn't have a task list, he doesn't have a schedule, he doesn't have chores, he doesn't have any discipline. So you're creating a whole strata of American workers who are unable to work. And then you have these quote unquote illegal immigrants coming in, most of them want it work, okay? And yes, and then the left and the right create this, oh my God, these people are all drug addicts. No, what's really happening is the organized crime families in the United States are actually creating a drug cartel, which they use to launder money. That's what's really going on. So they want us to blame the illegal immigrants, make it an issue as though you're gonna solve it. They're not gonna do anything. Trump didn't solve it. He didn't look at the data. I'm going to build the wall. No, you didn't build the wall. Lock her up. No, you didn't lock her up. Drain the swamp. No, you didn't drain the swamp. You didn't do anything. In fact, you did quite the opposite. So they have Madison Avenue people watching our video right now. They have predictive analytics that Peter Thiel's company watches. They say, wow, Dr. Shiva's video where he said, you know, Zionist cocksuckers people really love. So then they'll get a bunch of... Um, grifters to say, oh yeah, Zion- many of the quote-unquote anti-Zionist grifters will then be supporting Trump the next day or supporting Vivek, you say, or supporting Biden. What they're doing is they're watching our messaging and they have predictive analytics and simple AI and then they tell Trump, say these things, Biden, say these things. They create the dialectic and their goal is to have working people of the world fighting against each other. So when it comes to solving the immigration issue, yeah, I have a solution, a real solution. First of all, I would say Congress shouldn't leave. They can't go on breaks, they can't go on recess. They're gonna sit there and gonna solve this. And here's the solution. You take all the illegal immigrants here and all the law abiding, once you put them on a path to citizenship and you tax them, you're gonna generate two to $3 trillion in taxes. That's good. They're, They're working. That's a good thing. Then you take all those Americans who are on welfare, supposedly they can't work, We're smoking weed all day off of my taxpayer dollars. And you say, you know what? You have 90 days to get off that shit or everything's cut off. Or you can get the fuck out of the United States and go to Guatemala. Why don't you go to you know, Argentina? Why don't you go into other countries and exp- and you lose your citizenship for being a cheater? Everyone. So it's a citizenship exchange program that people want to come in. Great. You get to be a citizen. You worked here. You generate tax revenue. Great. You who've been sitting on your ass, bullshitting people, get the fuck out. You lose your citizenship. Yeah. Let's talk about immigration both ways. Okay. okay. And now you generate tax revenue. Now you go back to the value system of this country. He who, you know, it's out of Thessalonians. He who shall not work shall not be fed. You don't work, you don't get to, especially if you're able bodies. I mean, we have people who are disabled who work on our campaign.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Right,
0: so don't talk to me about some fucking ADHD, some bullshit you have because your parents didn't slap you upside the head and discipline you. No, you don't have an AD, you have, and all these mental health issues, all this shit that they've created. There may be legitimate ones, but all these young people, the parents, and all these collusion of social workers created these diseases so the parents could absolve themselves of not having to control their kids so the state could control their kids yeah right so that's what we've created so all of these issues are a systematic interrelated issue meanwhile i put out an ad i got to find someone to you know do some serious tree cutting on my property i don't see any white americans showing up i see yeah. you know raul gomez show up so yeah, you, know. you see what I'm saying? So right. we should tax Raul, put him on a path to citizenship and Booby Kennedy, who doesn't work and flies Falcons all day, let him get the fuck out, you know? <laughs> and, and he tells us that he believes, you know, he's against vaccine mandates and everyone's got to his home is, you know, has to get, get the vax, right? That's what he did. So all of these people are bullshitters. They say one thing, do another. And, We should not stand for that. I mean, everyone can go look at my history from the age I was four, I walked the walk. You know, the plumber I know, you know, Jack Smith, he walks the walk. Mr. Walker walked the walk. Hardworking Americans are walking the walk and these bullshitters, oh, let's talk about immigration. No, you don't want to really talk about immigration. You just want to make it a campaign issue so you can send out emails, Donald Trump. We got to protect the border, give me money. Biden, oh, Trump is a racist. I'm for all inclusivity. He raises money. It's all bullshit. It's all total theatrical bullshit.
1: What do you think about those that are coming over with the unaccompanied minors or the ones that have you know been deported so many times and then continue to come back? What are your thoughts on people like that who aren't well, look, vetted or yeah. anything like that?
0: Yeah, look, the reality is We live in a place where the elites don't even follow the laws. Right. So, and then they're talking about some immigrant cheating in, okay? Yeah, so obviously that's wrong, right? That should not be allowed. You know, when my parents came here, um, my dad came first and then my mom had to wait nearly a year Mm -hmm. in line. We had to submit our records, resumes, all this shit, right? So people should follow the law. But when Jared Kushner doesn't follow the law, when you know, Hunter Biden doesn't follow the law, when fucker Carlson is a bullshitter, says he's fighting for us. Meanwhile, he gets, you know, is Hunter Biden as his close friend. None of these people, they're all bullshitters. So if, if, look, if you look at the old slogan, if you wanna, you have to look at the head of the fish to see the health of the fish. From top down, go look at all these people in Congress. They're all cheaters. Every single one of them is a cheater. They all have to bow down to Zionism. So who are they to talk about laws when they're they're all breaking the law every day and they've learned how to create trusts. They go in with like $50,000 and they leave with 50 million bucks. Yeah. I mean, we, as the working people of this country, we have to apply our value system across the board, across the board, apply. If you're gonna apply the legal system to call these people illegal immigrants, great. Then call these people illegal politicians, call these people illegal businessmen, call these people yes, a lot of the you know, all the way across. Because how can an illegal politician ever solve the illegal immigration issue? He has no incentive. Sure.
1: And that kind of um, goes into my next question. Over the past three or four years, you know, American values have gone down Um, the wayside, you know, the country that I grew up in, the country that my grandparents grew up in is no more. And, you know, we can see that every day and in the schools, there's no respect for our military, there's no respect for law enforcement, for our flag, you know, for our country. And it's A lot of the younger generation, it's all about defund the police and cancel culture. Schools don't say, again, the pledge. They're taking God out of everything. And we're at, um, you know, toe to toe with our demise. With everyone coming in from all these different countries and bringing in all their cultures and all their beliefs and all their religion and what have it, do you believe that America is uh, too far gone for the American values that our country was founded upon that our forefounder, or our forefathers wrote, like the constitution on that our country was built on? What do you, uh, what do you see uh, happening with the future of America?
0: Yeah. So I think the American value system, which really was during the, that period of 1940s to 1970, sure. was about you reap what you sow, you work hard, you have respect for your elders, you know, all these things, right? Um, And after 1970, all of this has gotten destroyed. But by who? Not immigrants. No. It's been destroyed by precisely people like the Bidens, the Clintons, the Trumps, the Obamas, all of them. You have to go look at their value system. They say one thing and they do another. All right. So this country was built on immigrants. So if... America didn't allow... I mean, America is the only country on the planet. No one wants to go to immigrate to, frankly, to Czechoslovakia. No one wants to immigrate to Singapore. I don't see people of all races immigrating to, you know, um, you know, Colombia, right? People want to immigrate here, why? Because America created an environment that it didn't matter what your background was, were you willing to work hard, you see? So if you look at every wave, America's built completely on immigrants, except perhaps the Native Americans. And they too came from over the Bering Strait, okay? But that's before the founding of, let's say, modern America. So this is what the left and the right do. They make everything a dialectic. But if you go to the core values, the core values that I learned growing up in Jersey were the same core values as my hardworking grandparents in India, right? Which were the same core values as, Hardworking, you know, um, uh, Irish people, you know, who grew up, grew up in Ireland, right? So the core values were the same beyond race, beyond religion, etc. But this whole idea of creating this dichotomy is really about letting the elites get away. The elites are of people of all different races. Courtney, go look at them. They're Hindus, they're Muslims, they're they're Zoroastrians, they're Christians, and you don't. And by the way. You don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. There's Muslim Zionists, there's Hindu Zionists who promote the Zionist occupation of the United States and everywhere. So we really don't want to get caught in this trap. The issue is America was built on immigrants. It was built on this value system of hard work. Of and and that has been destroyed by the elites. They're the ones who are into prostitution and promoting porn and you know promoting all these distractions they are they are i mean donald trump one day can bang a bunch of prostitutes and then he can go to christian evangelicals and they give him his vote are you fucking serious right i mean how, how the fuck does this take place are you fucking stupid and because the christian evangelicals have been taken over by zionism 70 million christian evangelicals th- there's more christian zionists than there are jewish zionists because they manipulated the christians in this country That's true. Right? So that's what's happened. So, and then they bring in a brown noser like Vivek to talk a bunch of shit, which he steals from our campaign. And all these MAGA people think he's their fighter. Come on, go look at his background. So this is where we're at. We're at total deception of the American working class of all races, particularly the American white working class. The American white working class was the tip of the spear of the global movement for freedom. So they've had to disarm them, they've had to brainwash them. They've used all these politicians, they use Reagan, okay, Reagan didn't work, let's bring in another guy. Then they said, okay, you know, 57% of people voted for Trump, voted for Obama. So they used Obama for eight years, and then they said, okay, now let's bring in a white guy. It'll be Trump, he'll talk about make America great, all this stuff. And everything he did was to subjugate white people in this country. That's what he really did. You know, the Operation Warp Speed, that was him. $8 trillion he printed in one term. Obama printed $8 trillion in two terms. Okay? So everything that was done was to subjugate the American white working class. Use a white guy. What better? Right? And you've seen the immense concentration of wealth. So instead of talking about that enemy, they want us to fight amongst ourselves. So I mean, my parents, my mom was a mathematics teacher. My dad was an engineer. You know, they were allowed in this country because America wasn't producing enough, you know, engineers and scientists. So how is this country going to survive without immigrants? It can't. It really can't. So the issue is, are you doing legal immigration?
1: Right.
0: Right. And then are you taking the people in this country... Who are not working and I say ship them out. If yeah. you're not working in this country and you're capable of shipping, we should have a you know a a, a inverse immigration program. IIP, you get to get the fuck out. You get fired. You're no longer an American. Your citizenship is not a birth lottery. Because you know if you're born in the United States, you have a lot. Go be born in you know a village in India. Go be born in Ecuador somewhere go be born in Papua New Guinea somewhere, okay? So if you don't value this country, you're not willing to work, I would say a 90 day program, it's called get the fuck out program, GTFO, all right? You're put on a path to inverse immigration. And for everyone we take out, we're gonna take a hardworking, quote unquote, illegal immigrant because he wants to do the job and give him citizenship for the citizenship you didn't get. That's fair to me because this country is built on hardworking people. Immigrants of all backgrounds came on these ships. They didn't even know where the hell they were going. My dad came with seventy-five dollars in his pocket. He slept at the Y, you know, uh, at the YMCA, and then he found his first job. And he worked his butt off. He was paid one third of his white counterpart. So yeah. let's talk about that. Let's talk about the issue. Should be who is actually working and who is not working. Right. And let's go to Thessalonians, as I said. He who does not work shall not be fed.
1: And there are so many people that just stay on the system their entire life and they accept all of the handouts who don't really need it and then there are those that like could really use, you know, a little step up and it's a complete, you know, disarray of the system but No, I think that, you know, um, anybody that is milking the system that isn't working for American values or, you know, our country who doesn't appreciate or respect, they can go find somewhere else to live. I I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and the most corrupt people, let me show this. And this is a guy who got one of the biggest handouts. Okay. This fool. Okay. All right. Let me show this to you. Okay. On your screen here. All right. I mean this is a handout and and why is this why is this guy not in jail for getting this handout all right Kushner 2 billion dollar saudi check yep all right so he got a big bloody handout all right 2 billion dollars worth of handouts what did he do to earn that I'll tell you what he did he executed for Israel he made sure the the uh you know the um you know the uh, capital got moved to Jerusalem. He made sure Operation Warp Speed got executed. That's what he did. Sure. So let's you know if we're going to start talking about handouts, we should start all the way at the top, and that's where we need to start. And if we don't do that and we don't apply the rule equally, we're going to be run by a bunch of traders, which we are right now.
1: Right. That's exactly where we are. Yep.
0: Um,
1: you know. Going right along, and we can get back into uh, your topics again. The last one that I really want to cover, because I know a lot of people are in the same boat. Another issue that we're seeing is the um the is the inflation and in, in the economy. You know, inflation is at a record high. International funding over the past years, you know, billions being sent to Ukraine and Israel and printing money out of thin air. Um, You know, what do we, the people, have to do to stop this or to stand up? How do we push back? How do we fight back?
0: Yeah, so this is one of the central issues. I think what people need to understand is that the printing of money has become the status quo. The term they call it is quantitative easing. It started under the Obama administration in 2008, when, look, this is what happens, okay? It's again, it's organized crime. Here is a treasury department, which is supposed to, has very restricted limits on printing money, right? According to the constitution, they violate that. They outsource their printing of money to something called the Federal Reserve, which is a private organization. The Federal Reserve, prints money, and then it sends it to their friends, the big banks, okay? Which then get to loan out the money. So, and by the way, the people in the Federal Reserve also worked at the banks, <laughs> they, it's a revolving yeah. door. All right, and same with the Treasury Department. And so the financial system, the big banks get this money and they make a commission on it, loaning it out to people, right? So they, when they increase the money supply, What does that do you have more money out there right and then basically um and if you have reduced supply you're going to increase inflation right that's by design so they can control the gas as well as a breaking of the system and they know when they're going to press the gas when they're going to break so that's why they do a lot of fear-mongering the people are controlling all this they sell their stocks high And then they make sure people, everyday working people sell their stocks low. And that's what Vivek the snake did. He sold his stocks high, creating a bogus company, and then crashed it by 99% and working people lost money. That's what he did, okay? Candace fucking Owen and Charlie Kirk and all the grifters who wanna promote him because they wanna be part of the swarm or they are the swarm, okay? So they have figured out how to do this. Now, the way they print money, Courtney, is the United States is a reserve currency. Reserve currency means everyone has, else has to use the dollar for trading. Well, how do you do that? Well, before it was backed by gold, then it was backed by pet- petrol, but now the US dollar is backed by the tip of an F-15 you know, nose cone, okay? Or the tip of nuclear weapons or the tip of a aircraft carrier, okay? It's military might. So the financial system, which is really governed by Zionism, needs to ensure that the military is strong, strong for imperial reasons. So that's why they need that region over in Palestine, okay? They need that region in Palestine because Palestine is really a big long aircraft carrier for US and British and NATO interests. And they don't give a fuck about the Gazans and the, and the Palestinians. Right. And in fact, Israel, so when, when you connect all the dots, the printing of money is directly related to the imperial power that's afforded through Zionism, okay? And they're tightly linked. So once you understand this linkage, you realize that they have no interest in ever breaking this linkage. As long as they can maintain imperial power, they're gonna print whatever money they want. The money gets printed, it gets to their friends. Eventually, when the debt gets too big, they'll just make something else called a digital currency and they'll use that to pay down and that'll be even greater control. All these idiots thinking Bitcoin is some freedom are a bunch of morons. You see what Bitcoin did was it brought all the people who were trading in physical money, had assets elsewhere out into the the Bitcoin world. And and you have to be an idiot to think they can't break the prime factorization on Bitcoin. As an engineer, as a scientist, I can tell you that you're an idiot, okay? more and more things become digital, the more and more they can be consolidated and controlled.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, everybody is always saying like, oh, invest in like XRP or crypto or Bitcoin, whatever it is, like do you you not realize like how controlled you are being from them, like wooing you over here, like all these Teslas and your electric cars Like, oh, it's environmentally friendly. Like, mm, actually it's not, it's probably a little bit worse. But you know, people, they just want the newest and shiniest thing. And I don't think that they do their research on a lot. And you know, this um, interview thus far has been very eye-opening and it's even more, um, you know to prove that the left and the right, the blue and the red the conservatives and the liberals it's, it's all part of one system that they control. And like I said in the beginning, it's not that the system is broken because it isn't, it is doing exactly what they designed it to do. And that's bottom line.
0: Yeah, and the, and so let's talk about the solution. In my view, the solution is a bottoms up movement. And so I just wanna take a quick break and let people know that in order to build a bottoms up movement, we're talking about building, growing, making, creating something, you need to understand the science And so people, so it, it, you know, I used to teach and and the elites, by the way, know the science of systems. It's a very particular science. They learn it, George Soros knows it, Henry Kissinger knows it. So without this knowledge of system science, you're sort of screwed because you have no idea of the level of manipulation that they're doing because system science is like nuclear physics. And the good news is I used to teach this at MIT and I've figured out a way to teach everyone this knowledge. And with this knowledge, um, you are arming people with a fundamental way that they can learn how to think. Because without learning how to think, you can't move the world. And one of the big things is anyone between the ages of 13 through 18, I think that's an important point. So any one of those people, you get it for free. Just log in, take it. And if you're an adult, you can give it away to millions of people versus going to MIT and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I've literally taken this knowledge that I used to teach and made it accessible. Because when you understand the knowledge of systems, you understand the systems dynamic of how they're manipulating, but you can use this knowledge for good. So truth, freedom, health, you know, is that movement. So go study that. Come to every th- uh, every, um, every um, uh, Thursdays, we do an open house. You know, at, and at this open house, We educate people on actually how to solve this problem, okay? We take every issue, healthcare, we give you a solution, how to support your immune system. We take education, we have an entire framework teaching people how to think, we teach people. When it comes to the economy, you have to learn how to save and invest your money. We teach people that. I'm not waiting to become president to help people right now. So all of our solutions are there. So people should go recognize that, you know, the movement for Truth, Freedom, Health, and my running for office is not to say, oh, when I become president, I'm going to do this. No, we're delivering solutions for truth, freedom, health here and now. Now, becoming right. president will give me a platform to reach eight billion people. people. Right. What will I do as president in the White House? Not. I will still do an interview like this. We know the presidency is corrupt. We know the legislature is corrupt. We know they're all corrupt. So for me to say, oh, I'm going to go up and clean up the swarm, it's lying to you. What I can do is use that bully pulpit of the presidency in the midst of all the shadow banning that I endure to reach more people. This has to be a bottoms up movement, a revolutionary movement that doesn't end after you win the presidency. This is why Trump is a bullshitter because if he was truly running a real movement, the day he got into office, he would have taken everyone out. He didn't do that. He brought in John Bolton, the most war hawk person you can imagine. He brought in all, All he surrounded himself with Zionists, every single one of them, because he's a Zionist. He served Israel. He served Zionism.
1: He did that's it. bad, yeah.
0: Yeah, he did what his masters told him to do. He served Big Pharma, who gave him a million bucks for his inauguration. So to think that you're gonna do suddenly something different than what you did before, go look at someone's history. They're not gonna do something suddenly different. If you're in a relationship with someone and they were drunk all their lives, and, and you say, oh, oh, I I really like you, Courtney, I'm not gonna drink, bullshit, right? They're gonna do yeah. what they did before, okay? It's very, very rare people go through a major transformation, very rare, okay? Most people after the age of 20 do not really change. And I'm even talking about these so-called born-again Christians, M- many of them who are drug addicts or this, then they get addicted into, and then they do something else. They go bang the preacher or someone. There's always something they do sure. that I've seen, right? Um, so you have to look at people's history in all of this, and it's not like they suddenly are going to become a revolutionary. They're suddenly going to drain the swamp, right? Well, you hung up with swamp creatures all their life, so. I
1: love it. Um, you guys all listening. I know you guys might be offended, again, by some of the stuff that we've talked about, that's okay, go be offended, nobody cares, facts don't care about your feelings, again, bottom line, um, to learn more about Dr. Shiva and his campaign, all of his platforms, how you can get involved, where you can donate, um, donate your time, donate monetarily, uh, you can go to Shiva4, like the number four, president.com. And learn more about their, the alternative choice between red and blue. Because there is one, like he said, not that mainstream media will ever tell it, not that they'll ever allow him on the debate stage to really throw these questions in you know, the GOP or at the Democrats' face because they, they don't want to hear it it because it's controlled like he said you know we've learned a lot it is all controlled both sides unfortunately no matter who you like there's always something that they're hiding that they don't want exposed
0: yeah Courtney the way I view success and winning here is the following you understanding this dynamic what you just shared we've already won okay you know in 2020 we, we reach about a half a billion people with all the work we did so people already know about us so this is a problem that they had. It took them a couple of years to censor us, you know? And then in 2020, we got the word out even more, right? And the bottom line is we now have about a half a billion people who know about us. Again, people should go to truthfreedomhealth.com to really get this education. And then when I ran for office, they never expected an engineer or a scientist, a guy who actually works hard with the achievements I have to ever run, but they always have been trying to co-op me and I'm not co-optable, right? So Every time we run for office, we discover more things and we expose it. Right. So anyone listening, the win here is you understanding this. You saying, I really like this guy and I don't want to vote for the lesser of two evils. Right. And what can you do? Number one, go to, as Courtney said, shivaforpresident.com. Volunteer. Notice I haven't asked for money one time on this. If they were on here, they'd be begging for money. These are billionaires begging for working people's money. The average American has only $400 in their bank account. And here's a billionaire and people are writing $100 checks to a billionaire. It's insanity. What I will want you to do is you become a vehicle, a force for us getting visibility. Go get one of these bumper stickers. They're nothing, okay? And you put this on the back rear windshield of your car 100,000 people see it per day. Go to Shiva for President in the download section, get this flyer. This flyer, with this flyer, you can educate your neighbor. Right here, you can educate your neighbor that, hey, the life expectancy of your child is gonna be less than ours. And this is not Democrat or Republican, they've both been screwing us. Then it has a little section here where they can understand who the swarm is. Then on the left side, I'm gonna play this video for our audience and you can probably get it later. It's why I'm running. And this is the truth, freedom and health movement. And then here, it tells people to come to our town hall. It's free, We don't. you don't have to give me a donation. Join us because our movement is a real deal. We wanna teach you how to improve healthcare, how to improve the economy, how to improve governors. We actually give you the solution at our town hall. Not like, well, when I become president, I'm gonna do this, you're gonna do jack shit. Nothing is gonna happen by the government. We teach people what they can do here and now. We're not waiting for the government. Now my running for office says, shit, this guy's a real deal. And the only way a guy like me would ever get elected is with a bottoms up movement, with a mass revolutionary movement. So that's what this is about. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com, get educated. Come to our open house, second homework assignment. Third, go to Shiva for president. If you wanna truly be a patriot and learn, Go out in the cold and learn how to collect signatures. You will realize, you will face the state. A policeman will come out. Well, you can't collect signatures. You will have to learn right there to defend yourself. We don't want you to get arrested, but you can say, look, I have the right to be here, but if you're saying I'm going to leave, you're going to arrest me for trespassing, you record that conversation. And the next day, we will help you sue that person. We don't want you to get arrested, but you have every right to be there. This is how the individual flexes their muscles. People are flexing their muscles, you know, their eyeballs watching social media. You're flexing your muscles, maybe in the gym, but if you don't flex your muscles as a citizen, you got nothing. Our movement teaches people to flex your citizenship muscles. Not, you know, oh my God, Trump is great. Ooh, Vivek the snake said some really good shit. That's a moron. We don't care what people say because they're stealing our words. What are you doing? We give you the tools like a coach to actually do something. And when you do something, when you go out and hand out a leaflet, you become another human being. When you go have to collect signatures, you have to mentally and spiritually, and you're working muscles of your body that you never worked. Oh, this guy came and said, I can't be here. No, I have a right to be here. You have to say that and you're all alone by yourself. That's, far more courageous. Oh, I got my gun. You see, I got my second amendment. No, that's where real freedom begins. Can you stand up for yourself? Absolutely. You see?
1: There's a a huge difference between acting the part and doing something. You just have to make your voice heard. You have to stand up for what it is you're defending. Like you said, you can be a keyboard warrior. You can do whatever you want. But until you put yourself out on the line, until you make your voice heard you're doing nothing. So get out and, you know, do something, do anything, just do something. Because if you don't do something, you're part of the problem. Um, you know, there's a lot of podcasters that are out there, alternative media that are bringing uh, interviews and the truth to people that mainstream media never, ever would go subscribe to them. If you're listening to this right now, please go subscribe and follow to my podcast, Patriot Strong. Um, you know, I, I try to bring the truth, I try to do the most that I can to uh, stand up against stuff that I don't like. Um, and I'm thankful that there are people like you, Dr. Shiva, that are, you know, doing this thing, that are giving people the tools, and like you said, the vehicles and the platforms to learn how to stand up for themselves and how to stand up for what they want and what they want to see in the future.
0: Yeah, and look, you will always get pure, pure truth, freedom, health here. We're we're literally giving people solutions so they can get truth, freedom, health. So people should come to our open house. Uh, and the great thing is, according to people, don't feel they're alone. A lot of people these days are feeling alone. I mean, I mean, physically, people feel alone. You go outside, there's not as many people. Everyone's on their keyboard all day, right? Right. Thank you. So. And so, all this sense of community has completely been destroyed. And so, what we have to do a lot of hard work with our movement, we're rebuilding community, we're educating people, Uh, we're giving people tools, you know. And all of these are solutions so people can, you know, win truth, freedom, health. We have solutions so people can understand how their body is a system. You know, every Friday, we run an open, free seminar called Your Body, Your System. We apply the same principles that you can literally, frankly, Hippocrates said, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. The same principle that run your body as a system, run everything, the political system is a system. So our goal is to deliver people solutions. If you wanna take them, great. If you don't, that's fine too. If you wanna be a slave and you wanna outsource your citizenship to a bunch of morons who are there to screw you, then you've made your decision, but we've done our job and through you as an alternative media person, you've made this accessible. Then it's up to the individual. Do they wanna stay on the plantation or do they wanna get off the plantation? And I'm saying, do they wanna shatter the swarm or do they wanna be part of the swarm? And and so we're giving all the tools for people to shatter the swarm. And by the way, for those people out of the country, we actually have a bumper sticker called shatter the swarm, okay? So as a homework assignment. Everyone, number one, go watch a Shatter the Swarm video, send shattertheswarm.com, go to Truth Freedom Health, you can get the education you need. And then we give you practical things in the United States, get involved in our movement, go support us getting on the ballot. And that itself is a very, very high level of consciousness for you to do that. You'll learn a ton.
1: Thank you, Dr. Shiva for everything you guys tuning in. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. I hope that you have learned that there, again, is an alternative that you can choose. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, Please go hit that subscribe button, follow, like, share, comment, do everything on this video. Um, And I appreciate all of your support, Dr. Shiva. I appreciate you. You guys, again, make sure that you follow Tune into this video. This is important. I will put up all those links on the screen right now. They've popped up in the description down below. You've seen them all throughout the video. Go rewind if you missed one. And um, thank you guys for tuning in so much. I appreciate your love and support. God bless you. God bless this country. And together we're patriots strong. Bye guys.
0: Great. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Be the light. I'll play a, a video on the outro. Thanks, uh, Courtney. Let's stay in touch. We should. Yeah, do this, absolutely. Uh, thank uh, you so much. Yep.
1: You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, please, please, please like, share, subscribe, do all the things. And uh, I will see you in the next video. As always, God bless you, God bless this country, and together patriots strong, bye. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare unlock tactics strategies and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed unleash
0: your potential order now